0: This message is brought to you by Nuveen. Nuveen has provided investment excellence for 125 years with expertise across income and alternatives. Nuveen continues to expand its capabilities while maintaining its legacy as a leading investment manager. Visit nuveen.com to learn more. Investing involves risk. Loss of principal is possible. Today on Watching Your Wealth, how to avoid borrowing too much in student loans. This is Watching Your Wealth from the Wall Street Journal. Now, from our studios in New York, here's Veronica Dagger. This is Veronica Dagger, and you're listening to Watching Your Wealth, where you learn all you need to know about building your wealth and protecting your money. Mark Cantrowitz is a financial aid expert and publisher of CapEx.com, a college and scholarship site. Welcome back, Mark.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Great to have you. So, Mark, you told me we don't have a student debt problem so much as a college completion problem. I think this is very interesting. What do you mean by that?
1: Well, students who drop out of college are four times more likely to default on their student loans than students who graduate, and they represent almost two-thirds, 63 percent of the defaults. So, if we were able to get rid of the, um, the college completion problem and get more students to graduate, it would perhaps eliminate uh, the problem of students defaulting on their student loans.
0: I always think that's so sad when people drop out without the degree, but they still have to pay back the loans. That just it just kills me to hear that. Ugh. Um, so let's talk about tips so we don't find ourselves in that situation or um, tips for not taking on too much student debt. What do you have for us? I know you're a big advocate of planning a path from matriculation to completion. How do we do that?
1: Well, what you need to do is, first of all, crystallize your choice of an academic major as soon as possible so that you know what classes you need to take in order to graduate. And then figure out what the prerequisite structure is, which classes you have to take before which other classes. And also, how often are these classes offered? Are there any conflicts? Are two of the classes you need offered at exactly the same time, so you can't attend both? So you, you map it out. That way, you don't uh, r- run into a problem your final semester where you need a class that isn't offered that semester. Or you need to take a prerequisite which you don't have, and so you have to delay taking a class you need uh, for another month, uh, another semester, or two, or even three.
0: I know so many people put so much stress on, you know, figuring out what's the right major for me to take, what should I do, and they may change majors several times. And, you know, looking back from my career, I remember thinking, you know, at the end of the day, your major is nice in what you graduate with, but with the exception of a very few fields, just because you major in something doesn't mean you can't get a job in a different field down the road. Like, your major isn't the end of your, your career story, so to speak. It's, it's not the be-all and end-all. You can major in philosophy and end up as an investment banker. So there's options. So in my mind, and it seems like you're saying almost just, like, get that degree. Don't Don't stay in school any longer than you have to.
1: Right, because each additional semester is going to add to your cost, So the sooner you can graduate, the better off you'll be. And another thing that people often don't realize is that the recommended 12 credits a semester that is considered to be full-time will not get you to the finish line in time. Oh, you need to know. take 15 credits a semester in order to graduate in four years instead of five.
0: That's important to realize. Should we do a budget before we borrow all this student loans?
1: Well, there are two kinds of budgets that you should do before you borrow. One is to figure out how much you really need in order to pay your college bills. So don't borrow to the limit because you can. Borrow just as much as you need. Uh, The other is how are you going to be able to repay that debt? Um, How much money are you going to be earning when you graduate? based on your likely occupation, and how does your debt compare with that? If your total debt at graduation is less than your annual income, you'll be able to pay back your student loans in 10 years or less. That's That's an affordable amount of debt. But if your total debt exceeds your annual income, you're going to struggle with those monthly loan payments, and you'll need an alternate repayment plan, like extended repayment or income-driven repayment, to afford those monthly payments. And those repayment plans reduce your monthly payment by stretching out the term of the loan and ultimately will cost you more interest over the life of the loan.
0: Isn't it easier just for us to pick a cheaper school? I mean, I guess that's easier said than
1: done, but... Well, and your in-state public college or one of the six dozen colleges with very generous no-loans financial aid policies will be your cheapest option. And you get just as good quality of education at uh, one of these schools as you would at a much more expensive private nonprofit college.
0: Indeed. Mark, we need to take a quick break, but when we come back, I want to ask you some more of your tips on not taking on too much debt.
1: This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at viking.com.
0: Hi, this is Paul Jugo, host of the Potomac Watch podcast. Join me and my colleagues every week as we dissect all of the latest happenings in Washington. Check us out at wsj.com slash podcasts and become a subscriber on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and the Google Play Music app. WSJ Podcasts. Listen ambitiously. This is Watching Your Wealth from the Wall Street Journal. Now, from our studios in New York, here's Veronica Dagger. Welcome back to Watching Your Wealth. We're speaking with financial aid expert Mark Kantrowitz on how to not feel burdened by too much student debt. Now, Mark, some people will say, you know what, I'm not so worried because mom and dad are going to help me out. They're going to pay for some or some of my college, or I'm just going to borrow from them. What do you say to them? And, and what tips do you have for folks who just want to borrow money from their their parents? What should they consider?
1: Well, the parents have other concerns besides just getting you through a college education. You may have siblings they need to save for their retirement, uh, and so oftentimes When a student is struggling with too much student loan debt, the parents are also struggling with too much parent education debt. So that isn't necessarily going to be a solution. Now, everybody says that education debt is good debt because it's an investment in the future. But too much of a good thing can hurt you.
0: So you really
1: need to limit the debt before you incur it instead of struggling to repay it after you graduate.
0: That's true. And your parents can't get a loan for retirement. That's a big difference from what you can do for school. Uh, Any last tips in terms of keeping ourselves above water and not borrowing too much?
1: Well, in general, you should live like a student while you're in school. So you don't have to live like a student after you graduate. Once you choose the college, that's kind of set in stone. And you need to think about minimizing the living expenses. So, room and board, um, and buy used textbooks or sell your textbooks back to the bookstore at the end of the semester to save about half of the textbook costs. Minimize the number of trips home from school or spring break, I and mean, there are four main breaks throughout the year. If you can cut out a few of them, you can save a lot of money. Uh, and in general, I mean, ask yourself, would I buy this at twice the price? Because every dollar you borrow is going to cost you $2 by the time you repay the debt. So it's like paying twice as much for the items that you're buying. So if you don't really need something, maybe you can do without it and save yourself a significant amount of money.
0: Excellent tips, as always. Thank you so much for joining us, Mark.
1: You're welcome. I'm glad to be here.
0: And do you have a personal finance question you'd like us to answer? Email us at podcast at Dow dot com. This has been Watching Your Wealth, a production of The Wall Street Journal. I'm Veronica Dagger. For more information, check us out at WSJ dot com slash podcast. Thanks for listening. For more podcasts, check us out at WSJ dot com slash podcasts. Become a subscriber on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. And now look for
1: us on the Google Play Music app on Android devices.